bring it. Fucking welcome to the South Road Angry Boys. Yeah. <laughs> You've got the the rage on. Did you I, just have some roids I before just I came? I feel or? energetic. Pumped. That's all. <laughs> How are mm. you, mate? I am incredibly well. How are you? Fucking winning. 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 Wow. No, I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling That's pretty good. pumped about myself. Yeah. What's going all right? You're looking good. Thanks, man. Yeah, I mean, the people listening can't tell that, and they probably don't even believe that. Can you see what's and happening? And I did notice there's a little bit of fluff going on. Yeah. What's happening with that? Another acting role? No. Or is mainly the wife just going, you know what? I need you more manly. That's exactly what it is, my son. Really? Yeah, yeah. My Added wife's some gone. gruff to the stuff. She's gone. Well, when I originally, for those people who don't know, I have always been a clean-shaven man, uh, simply because there was always that shadow of doubt that I wasn't a real boy. Um, I was the Pinocchio of this bitch and couldn't grow facial hair. Mm-hmm. Like, that was always one I of I remember that things. feeling. Yeah. And then I got the got a bit of acting going on and, and they said, oh, you know, we're, we're going to give you a moustache. And I thought, well, why not? Now's an opportunity to have a crack. Just have a go. And if it doesn't work, fuck it, we'll put a falsy on. Exactly. You know, just a couple of chicken what fillets. What is there to lose? Exactly. Other than your you know, Chicken pride. fillets. Well, that's what women do. They I put know, it but I, they don't often put it on their face. No, but yeah, it was a, Unless they want to pat it, it out and do a fat euphemism. roll. It was a euphemism. Oh, right. Sorry. No. Sorry. Um, it's not even real chicken. I know. <laughs> Can't believe it's not chicken. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I thought, yeah, why not? And then my yeah, wife went, no, don't do that. You'll look like an idiot. She wasn't keen. She was not keen. And then I grew one. I did. And, a and good one. A good one. And the other thing that I did was I let the hair on the top of my head get a little bit longer as you well. You did. You got some style about you. Very European. I oh, know. Hello. <laughs> or others would say very backstreet boys. I'm not really yeah. sure. Somewhere in the middle. You know what? I'll take them both. European backstreet boys. <laughs> Actually, that sounds more European. You're, you, you're <laughs> European in a backstreet boy? That's, that's a genre. <laughs> uh, anyway, so she liked that and she said, look, well, yeah, I wouldn't mind that, that to happen again. And we were, we were waltzing into summer, and I'm like, no, fuck that shit. I'm not having hippie long hair and a beard in summer. Got to say, it wasn't hippie long hair. Well, you know, it was you weren't doing a, dreads or anything. It was almost touching my ears. Because, <laughs> you know, I was number one all over. Anyway, so, um, and then we had December 15. And for everyone in the world, in the world that means bugger all. It sounds like it should be a public holiday. It does. But for December 15, 2021 in Tasmania was the day that we lowered the drawbridge. Yes. We let all the bastards We in. let the great unwashed Everyone. bring us your filth and your coronavirus and come to Tasmania. Mm. And all so, the diseases. All the diseases. And so when that happened, we introduced ma- mask mandates in more places. So- Places like you know, restaurants, or not restaurants, but fucking going to the supermarket, the yep. shops. Um, even my my work, you know, you had to wear a mask when you yep, were in public transport, all that kind of stuff. Mm. And so I'm like, I don't want to be growing a beard and wearing a face mask at the same time. That's actually really good thinking because it's a bit scratchy as you're growing one if yeah. you're not used to it, and putting a face mask on top of it, it's not the easiest. And also, thing. I found when I went over to Anzac Day Footy last year. Mm. Uh, yeah, that was the first time I experienced wearing a mask because we had to wear on public transport. Yeah. It wasn't during the great mask mandate of Melbourne. No. I missed <laughs> I was in that years. window. Yeah, so it was you really got good. 30 minutes. That uh, but even then, to. though, just jumping in the in the Uber or whatever else, because yep. I had quite a longer goatee then, mm. it'd mess the fucker up everywhere. Like it'd all be squished <laughs> in different directions. And yep. you were actually looking like the Billy Goat's gruff that doesn't know how to control his stuff. And it wasn't forming a seal, it no. wasn't airtight. No, 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 God, no. <laughs> 
So no. I went, look, I said to my wife, the woman that I love, once- They're Mars, the same person, aren't they? They are the cool, same person, the only it. person. Just make sure there weren't more people in the room. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and so I said, look, once mask mandates ease off in Tasmania um, and summer is over, which is probably going to coincide, if, if that's still what you want, I'll give it another crack. And so that's what's happened. Wow. And so, you know, a little bit of a coming on, get the bloody hair getting a bit longer. There'll be styling It's basically products. a form of cuckolding, isn't it? It really is. <laughs> I even bought- So if you want some, fucking grow this shit again. I, I bought some beard oil, more oh, beard nice. oil, and a beard brush. Oh, look at you go. I the beard know. brush is a good idea, though. It is a good it idea. it trains the beard from early on. Yeah, but I still- This stuff under my chin grows north- yeah. And I don't think I can get it to go south. Yeah, I know. You're a bit weird like that. I don't you? know whether... I, I, it's just... It grows in 15 different directions. It's just not right. Anyway, so that's that's my caper. That's what's going on. I don't know. Um, oh, big weekend. Big weekend with the kids. Yeah? Yeah, got stoned. Stoned? Or a bit of rock and roll. Okay. We went to the Bead and Gem Fair. <laughs> right. It doesn't sound as rock and roll as I anticipated no, when you started there was that conversation. A, there was a local lapidary society. Um, a local what? A lapidary. Which is the stones and gems. People okay, who right. you know find rocks and yep. polish them up. Um, they were hosting an event, and my son is big into big into rocks. Yeah, fucking loves that shit. And he has seen the uh, core flute signs everywhere along the northwest coast for the last couple of weeks, ah. and he's gone. Could we? He got dragged into it. Could we really? And I'm like, you know what, boy? Why not? And he made out like an absolute bandit <laughs> because he's nine years old and he's as cute as all get out and he's got enough knowledge that he's picked up himself about rocks and he's engaging. So he'll go to talk to people, you know, bearded men called Keith. Oh, you look at this and this is dinosaur poo that's been fossilised and all that kind of stuff. And he'd show a bit of interest and they'd be like, oh, yes, and you've got that and you've got, oh, here you can have one of those and oh, if I can have some of this. And so he spent his $20 pocket money that he'd saved up over the last couple of months. And I reckon with the stuff that he was given, I reckon he was given over $50 worth of stuff retail. <laughs> And so he's come home with all this swag and he's just, he's got the microscope out when we got home and he's just like a rock palooza. He's basically done what girls do when they're out trying to get a free drink. Pretty just much. Just used everything to his advantage. Yep. He didn't get the girls out, but you know, close. Yeah. Just went for the whole, you know, cute young boy thing. Look how innocent and curious I am. Exactly. And everyone's like, oh, we're going to support him because he's a yeah, great little kid. Him. He looks like he's enjoying it. Yeah, and look, I'll give you this rock and, and here's a card to Lapidary Society or or here's some more information about your rocks. Or one bloke, Jake did a lucky dip. Yeah, And in awesome. that lucky dip, he got half a dozen small little rocks. Yep, and there's another lucky dip. He just had to go over and go into that white van over to the side. <laughs> exactly. I've got a bucket over here. You can put your hand in that. <laughs> exactly. See so what you can find in there. And, and this Come bloke, with me. And then this bloke just fucking wrote down every single rock that he got in the lucky dip. Like, just wrote it all down for him. Like, took the time. Because Jake asked, well, what's this? And yeah. how do I spill that? And They're trying to get some people into the rock cult. That's what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, exactly. It's get them early. Rock and roll, baby. <laughs> rock and roll. Uh, so he had a great time, and nice. uh, it was really good fun, really good fun. Go. Not something that I would enjoy, but you know what? He loved it. I reckon you enjoyed it by how much he enjoyed it, though. Yeah, and I just stood back. I didn't engage because I know nothing about rock, so he was up front and having a chat to everyone and making friends and influencing people. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was good. What have you been up to? 
I had a pretty quiet weekend, I've got to say. Yeah. Just had a few beers, watched a bit of footy. Yeah, footy. Footy was good. Um, pies got up again. St Kilda got up. St Kilda got up. Fucking everyone's what up. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> the big winners, though. Carlton yes. got up. I know. Again. Again. I'm just going to say. Premiership so, hopefuls. Carlton. Carlton update. <laughs> Carlton update. Right. Oh, we're going to do a Carlton first update. Week, <laughs> first week. Before the season kicked in, obviously, as you know, we're a week behind. Yes. But we said that the guy put $3,700 on Carlton to win. Why $3,700? We don't know. We don't know. But it was going to give him 114000 and I think 700 back or something, yep. whatever it was. It was 31 to 1 anyway. Yep. And then we said the week after, maybe he wasn't such a fuckwit after all. Well, he got a win. Because they got a win, and now it's only 21 to mm. win the premiership. Now Carlton have got another win. Fuck it, it'll be... And like, they're 13 to 1 now. Shit. Is he, you reckon he's cashing out? <laughs> I don't have the cash out to be worth it this early. I've got to admit. You don't reckon? Don't reckon. He's still getting under 1400 bucks. But i got to say, though, they're actually not looking that bad at the moment. But it's two rounds in. Well, look. So, but he's 3700 Doesn't look as fucking silly as what it did three weeks ago. I remember 1997, where St Kilda were... 10 and 0, and the front page of the newspaper was a picture of the team bursting through the banner, and all it had was the Unstoppables. Yes. Yeah. We didn't win that grand no, final. No, it was, <laughs> it was a falsehood. Yeah. Yeah. Things. Mm. I mean, we made the dance, but we got beaten there. Yeah. So maybe, look, Carlton updates. I look forward to it. Ah, oh, just loving it. <laughs> as, as do all the Carlton fans. <laughs> loving it. The blue baggers. But I will say, the. Gazillions of blue bags out there, and there are a lot. Oh, aren't they ever? They are just keeping the tissues handy at the moment, and not because they think there might be tears. No, no, they because they're a bit excited. Aren't they ever? <laughs> Even the ladies in the house are like, "Pass me the tissues." Exactly. Things are getting sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are. Huh? Oh, they be blues. Yes, uh, interesting. But I mean, of course, there was big football news on the weekend, though. Well, yes. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, because there was a... Um, Bit of a milestone. There was a big buddy thousand. Well, yeah. Now, which he... was pretty... It must have been I was down at a local pub, down the Beach Hotel, my mm-hmm. little local, uh, watching it with my mate Bubba. Yes. And I did actually stand up and applaud when he got the thousand. I thought, that's awesome. So, tell the international roadies what we're actually jabbering on about, because well, it means things. fuck all to anyone else. There's a lot of it. I won't say a lot. There's quite a few Americans that are actually following the AFL now. Well, that was the sport they got to watch during COVID. Yeah, because they had nothing else. NFL so, was so down. They just wanted anything. Sport. So they found they found AFL where we're still playing AFL, even yep. though it was to no crowds. I think at that stage. But even so, but it was sports. So they're like, "What the fuck is this?" They still don't understand it. No, but they're loving it because they see us smash into each other with no shielding, no shooting, no padding. They see these guys run. All fucking day. And, yeah, no timeouts. And there's no big timeouts where they're going to have lunch. <laughs> like, no, it's, it's like it's not quarter like time, the... half time, three quarter time, done. Yep. Like, <laughs> so they're actually stoked. But, uh, so, Buddy Franklin. Lance. Lance Franklin, Buddy. if you want to yes. call him by his real name. Um, kicked the magical 1,000th goal of his career, mm. which is just phenomenal. That is epic. Um, he started off with Hawthorne as a youngster um, yes. and was a formidable presence in the forward lines. He's he is a, a big boy. Oh, he's a big boy. But he's also quick. He's agile. Yeah. And he's a freak. Yeah. He, just he do- can plug him from anywhere. I will say, not as much now. Well, he's an old fellow. He's in his 30s. <laughs> yeah. So, he doesn't do the silly stuff as much anymore because his body doesn't do it. No. But- 
I mean, the guy's just kicked. Uh, I think he is the uh, the fifth or the sixth person in the history of Australian football. Six, I believe. Kick, kick the thousand? Yes. Yeah, and I honestly don't think it'll happen again. I think that's it because the game has shifted a lot now where we don't have a... The big four. The designated just... big four that, where that's the only person you kick it to. Yeah. Whereas now you've actually you've got backmen that'll kick a goal. Your midfielders kick goals. You've got small forwards. You've got like for someone it's who gets four or five sport. goals in a team in a game now. Yeah. It's very rare. Like yeah. it happens. Like the days of where you would see a uh, Tony Lockett or a Dermot Brereton or a Warwick Capper who or, were the other big names in the history of the game. Correct. Or you know fucking there's thousands of them, but for those guys to be the one target up front and kick 10 in a yeah, match. Yeah, 10 goals. It won't happen. You don't see a 10 any off no. very often. Like, it just doesn't happen. No. It's just not the, yeah. it's so just not the nature the of the game. The odds of seeing this big number again, very slim. I believe it'll be the last time. So, But what happened, of course, is there was a there was talk, because in the, the days of old footy, when there was a huge milestone, everyone had rushed the field. Quarter time, mate. It was the it Australian. Wasn't, wasn't wasn't a big milestone. It was <laughs> fucking quarter time. <laughs> but it was the Australian thing to do. Like for instance, Buddy was one of one of those forwards that um, I don't know how many times he did it. Might have only been once or twice. We kicked a mm. hundred goals in one season, which is massive. Yeah, and once again, that happening now. Like people will kick sixty odd goals and win the most goals for the year. So yeah. it's shifted. But even then, like they rushed the field. So that kind of thing was just huge. It's the Australian way of doing things. Always has been. It's one, been one of those loves where we have, you know, we're not barred from doing great things and celebrating with our heroes and yeah, yeah, yeah. taking part and feeling it with them and all the rest. So when the the the, the thousandth fucking easy for you to say when the hundred by ten goals came up, <laughs> uh, like the week prior and so forth. Yes, it was questionable whether they should rush the field, and the AFL has gone pretty much, you know. Shouldn't really do it, but they didn't say, you know what, you're not allowed to. Don't you know do it. why? Because the AFL didn't want that to be barred. No, they didn't. They the wanted the moment. one thing they wanted to see was Buddy Franklin kick a thousand goals yep. and have that ground flooded. Yeah, thousand. That they is were, exactly what there they were. There were people over the fence already before he kicked that goal because, yeah. uh, I mean, there was a chance he might have missed it. And then they would have all looked like idiots yeah. in the fall. They pocket. were ready to go. So, of course, once he got this goal, Thousands of people mm. have just rushed on the field, fucking everywhere. Well, like, it was, was like in... someone trod on the anthill, and they've just scattered everywhere. But wasn't there something like seventy thousand people there? Um, no, you wouldn't fit that many people at the SCG. I don't oh, reckon, was it... would you? I don't know. I don't know what. The... Do a quick check while you're there. I actually don't know how many people were at the game, but but here's the thing, and it's been brought up all week, and it's going to be old news by the time people listen to this. But I love the fact that everyone ran on the field. I think it's amazing. But the other side of me also says, fuck, it only takes one fall to make that whole thing a tragedy. Like anyone could have actually had something in their shoe, like a little shiv, and gone out and just taken a player out with a couple of the guts. Yeah. And they wouldn't have even known. Would have been like someone's run into me, all the rest of it, blah, blah, blah. So it could have gone really wrong. But you know what? Fuck, it was good to see. Oh, it really was. So, so good to see. It's not giving me the crowd numbers. It's not an easy thing to find, and I just don't Google very well. Anyway, but the thing was, like, there was no doubt in my mind that the good people of the AFL absolutely 100% wanted that ground to be flooded because that is the best marketing for the game that you're ever going to get. And you and I both remember... Well, the American people have been going nuts over it too because there's a few big fans over there that have been 
podcasting about it, and YouTubing channel about it, and sporting channel about it, and whatever else about. Look at this! Well, look this, how fucking amazing this is. This is this is uh, uh, thirty six thousand people, mate. Um, thirty six thousand, and they reckon nearly everyone was on the ground. <laughs> twenty twenty thousand of them probably swarmed the ground. Yeah. But the thing is, you and I both remember. I remember going to the MCG when at half time you were allowed on the ground. Yes. You'd and go for a kick. Everyone would, go for a everyone would jump over the over the barrier, go out and have a kick in the, in the field, or you'd do that at at the end of the game. And then they decided, well, it's not really good for the center square, so we'll cordon that off. Yep. And then they went, actually, you know what, we probably just don't want anyone on the playing field at all. Yeah. And, and that really got a bit of a backlash, but we kind of accepted it. But when you get big milestones like that, and if, my opinion is, if the AFL was serious about really concerned for player safety where, you know, they thought either Buddy or any of the other players on the field were going to get attacked, they would have bolstered security numbers so they were basically linking arms all the way around the MCG, the SCG. They did not. They had their usual contingency of security. Mm -hmm. And that is like plugging a dam. Oh, it was never going to work. Like... (laughs) Like, never going to work. You were never going to stop that amount. It was a brute force attack. It was like the end of fucking Braveheart. Like, it was just, <laughs> hold, hold. And then, <laughs> ah, fuck it. <laughs> like, you can't stop them all. And look, I know a couple of the other players came out. Was it Geelong they were playing? Yes. A couple of the Geelong players came out and went, oh, you know, we kind of were a bit afraid, we were scared for our Which I do get that, because they only take someone, safety. a bit of a smart ass, been drinking in the game. Run and pass goes, you know what? I've got a chance here and just KO's one. Well, that was running. what happened. Apparently, a couple of the players got bumped. Mm. But they got bumped. But I think that was more, it was just fun and shenanigans running onto the field. Yeah, but no one got hurt. No. Because I mean, someone ran into the... Zach Tui, though. See that? No. So Zach Tui was coming off and you're watching this footage of everyone just streaming onto the field. Mm. And he's just walking the other way, just getting out of the, the mix. Yes. Not even running, just walking. Yes. And you see this guy just run into him. And Zach Tui doesn't shift. He just gets poleaxed. Yeah. <laughs> it just hits him and just bounces off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and what happened was, he's um, this guy thing kind of got up mm. and thought, fuck, okay, I'm okay. And he keeps running in. So he wants to get in towards Buddy. He wants to have yeah. that moment in the middle of the ground or in the where Buddy is. The selfie of I'm in the middle of the MCG and you can see Buddy blurry SCG. figure in the FCG. Yep. Blurry figure in the background. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly right. I was there. Um, but anyway, in the meantime though, um, Zach Dewey's looked down, and the guy actually dropped, I think it was his phone and his keys. When he fell over, they fell on the ground. Yeah. So he's actually done the right thing. He's grabbed it. Picked him up. And then gone after to, to hand him off to this guy. <laughs> he's gone up and pretty much, I think, scruffed this guy, tapped him on the shoulder, and he said the guy turned around, and he reckoned he thought he was going to smash him. Oh, okay. Because he thought, I've just run into him, then I've run off, and the cunts come after me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but he was just being nice. Yeah, no, there's so your key. was pretty funny. Keys and walls. Keys and walls. <laughs> But, but apparently actually, he was like, fuck, I'm fuck. screwed. But make no mistake, look, the, the AFL absolutely wanted all those people on the ground. Definitely. And as it should have been. Yeah, oh, it, was just, it was magnificent. Um, it was great to see as somebody who loves sport, as somebody who loves footy. Yeah. And the fact that it got worldwide coverage yes. is amazing. There was one thing, though, that I thought was just fucking, just bleh, just wrong. Yeah. Fucking horrid, to be honest. They let Carlton play? <laughs> I've already had a Carlton news. No, sorry. Don't pick on Carlton. Carlton are doing good this year. The old dark navy blues. Come. We're the team that never let you down, so, except when we play in the finals. <laughs> so there was a um, an absolute long-time Swanee supporter. Oh, okay. Back in the 
the South Melbourne days, like that that old? <laughs> I don't know what they get, but I don't know. Probably not that old, to be honest. But they love the Swans. But okay, I believe that their nan also loved the Swans in a big way. Oh, she had a thing for Kappa. And Nan had, Nan had old, old Edna. It, oh, my Nan's name was Edna. That's a great old name. You don't see Edna's anymore. My grandmother had the oldest name ever. Edna Wass was her maiden name. How old does she sound? Like a million. Yeah, she's definitely. Dead. She's dead now. Obviously. Yeah. They don't live that old. I wanted to call my daughter Edna and no one was no, on board. I'm fucking glad. Yeah. Oh. I'll let you grow a beard, man, but there's no one known your name, your child, Edna. Edna. <laughs> Jesus. Imagine, though. My daughter, Eddie. Oh, yeah, no. All right. Sorry. Uh, so, Nan passed away middle of last year. She was 93. Oh, I heard this story, yes. Yeah. And they had the ashes. As and they decided, you know, what a great play to put Nan- way to put Nan's ashes is to put in the middle of the SCG. So, the bonus of this was that everyone wasn't going to the middle. No, they, they were, were going, going to the forward buddy. pocket. Yeah, so that was where they were going. So, they haven't gone to Buddy. They've gone to the middle thinking... Mm. We can get in now and spread the ashes. So there was video footage of her on someone's phone. Yes. Of her with the plastic bag, throwing the ashes. With Nan. But the fucking ashes goes, it was shit, it goes over everyone. Yeah, exactly. So you're running out to try and see Buddy, and next thing you're fucking tasting Edna's ass. <laughs> it was It like- was the most ridiculous fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. I get what you're trying to do. Yes. But you know what? Go out there and just tip it on the ground. Don't throw it in the air while you've got thousands of people. You're a fucking stupid person and you deserve to be fucking fine for it. <laughs> well. Yep. Zach Tilly should have run in here and knocked you on your ass. Put an end to the ground. <laughs> and actually, that honestly, more- it looked disgusting. You got fucking ashes thrown into people's mouths and faces and it was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Is it really Nan's ashes or was it just a bit of shenanigans? No, yeah, no, really? it, was, it was Nan. Is that up there with the time that you were at Soundwave and they did the ashes? Yeah, see, yeah, see they fucked that up too, didn't they? <laughs> it was their mate's ashes. I can't remember the story. Yeah, and, uh, and basically, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was the favourite band, I believe, of their mate that passed away. And they've yes. thrown the ashes up and it's come straight back in their faces. Yeah, but wasn't it also something like it actually wasn't their band? Like they threw oh, it up yeah, the that's wrong- right. It was. It was the wrong band. Because <laughs> the people didn't yeah. know the band and they went, yeah, it's a fucking whoever. Yeah. And just, Iron no. Maiden. No, it wasn't. It was Gwar. But look, I, look, the sediment is nice. But the sediment was not. The sediment was not. <laughs> just, oh, no, it's one of those things where you know what you thought it was going to be really cool and kind of romanticized with your nan and the SCG. But why did but they wait so long? It was just fucking stupid. They must have been waiting. Because they... Uh, they weren't able to get in the middle, actually in the middle of the ground where they wanted to do it, of course, because things are cordoned off these days. You can't do it now. You can. You can go to the, MC, the SCG Apparent, when, uh, when, no, when footy's not on. I don't believe you can. I think they just, they always have the centre of the ground. I think it's always cordoned off all the time. I think something like that. Yeah, but That's only, what with, I read. only with a bit of tape. Like, fuck, I don't know. You know what? You go to the Swannies. I guarantee you, if you genuinely go to the Sydney Swans members club, and simply say, look, here's my nan. Here's, here's Edna in her 20s. She's got a, a South Melbourne jersey on. She's been a fan of the club for years and years and years. She's passed away. We, her dying wish was just to be with her swannies for, for time memorial. Yep. And you contact the club and the club gets there and goes, well, you just want to sprinkle the ashes. And they go, yep, that's all we want to do. I guarantee you they put you in contact with the greenskeeper or the groundsman. And they'll walk you out in the middle of the SCG and you sprinkle, 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 say a couple of words, job done. 
I absolutely believe that would be possible. Yep. And they might even take make a moment of, you know, a bit of a photo op and that's what we did and that's how we memorialise our past Swanee's favourites. I don't know. I don't know whether, but look, all I know is that um, you got Joel Brown's got a photo of it, holding the photo of Nan on the in- on the SCG. <laughs> yes, and then his sister Crystal's there, and her husband's there, and they're all fucking happy. You know what? You're all a bunch of fuckwits. <laughs> and if anyone knows Joel and Crystal and Crystal's husband Mike, Crystal with a K, and um, and you don't think that they're a fuckwit grand family? Well, then you know you're probably a fuckwit too. Yeah, because <laughs> you know what? If you can't find the fuckwit in the room, you're it. <laughs> Oh shit! You know what that so. means. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but jokes aside, I just thought it was a really dumb thing to do. Mm. Really dumb thing to do. Because you know what? Also, tell me, it's about Buddy. It is it's all not about, about buddy. your nan. A thousand goals now. Your nan died last year. She's no, she wouldn't even know. No one gives a shit. Could have even could have just been sore from the backyard out of the bloody just out of the weather barbecue. <laughs> I don't know. Stupidity, but you know what? That well done, buddy. It was um, it was phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely and utterly phenomenal. Yeah, and here's the evidence that shows. I've just read an article. Here's the evidence that shows the AFL wanted that ground flooded. Thirty eight security guards and twelve police. Yeah, exactly right. Because the requirement in Victoria, and I reckon it's New South Wales, is the same. Is you need two security guards per one hundred people, and then one security guard per one hundred people thereafter. Yeah. 38's about the same yeah, as 38,000. They wanted to get that number, but there was yeah. a lot of close contacts with COVID and they <laughs> just couldn't get them. <laughs> they couldn't get it. Anyway, so- Well, if you'd gone back maybe, what, a few weeks, um, the ground would have been flooded with water as well. They yeah, just love things just, being flooded in Sydney. You could have just put a boat, <laughs> put Nana on a boat. <laughs> on, on a boat. <laughs> put her on a remote control boat. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I should have seen it. The, the ashes just went on everyone. Yeah, that's a bit shit. It was just- just didn't think about that, love. Got a little bit excited by the moment. I think that's what happened there. Now, speaking of things and people that are getting excited by the moment. By the moment. I have two Oscars stories. Two Oscars. Would it be Oscar stories or Oscars stories? Two stories from the Oscars. Nice. I like that. Okay. So the first one was- I know what one of them's going to be. I can guarantee what one oh, of them's going to be. Well, we'll leave with the other one. Right there on. was this lady called Laura Kane. Now, her job- it's a seat filler. Okay. Now, I don't know whether people know this or not, but when you look at the, the awards shows, it could be the Grammys, it could be the Oscars, it could be the Golden Globes or whatever. The celebrities don't always sit in their seat all the time. Sometimes they're called upon to, to deliver awards or they need to go to the toot or go and do cocaine, you know, in the back they bathroom a few lines. or whatever. You know, they don't have that- Doing r- rails off a of hooker's boots. They don't have porcelain that good yeah, exactly. if you're not going to use it. Exactly. You've got to do rails somewhere. Mm. Anyway, so they employ people who are not ugly um, to sit in those seats next to the celebrities. Oh, mate, we could get that job, do you reckon? Absolutely. I don't know whether or not they're employing that many men. Okay. But I could be wrong. It's a sexist society, isn't it? It is. But apparently it's a bit of a coveted role. It's a bit like the Freemasons. You really need to know someone and know the handshake before you can get the job. They're not putting it up on seat. Oh, it's not just like extras in movies and shows where you, you see people pop up in the background occasionally. Fuck no, like right you on. really need to know someone. Right. So this, um, I didn't know they did this. Yeah, this is news to me. There you go. Anyway, but there's some rules. Of course when there you're are. a seat, when you're a seat minder, I think is what they call, it, or a seat filler, you're not allowed to speak to the celebrities. You're not allowed to make a ruckus, and you have to be quiet. You've got a name tag that you have to wear when the cameras. Are off in front of you, so everyone goes, "Oh, fucking, you're you're no one, you're a no one." <laughs> and then when the cameras are on, you flip it around and 
so no one can see it. Okay. Like a necklace. Wow, it's a bit professional, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Now, she's not allowed to talk to celebrities, but if the celebrities talk to you, you can talk back. Okay, that's right? fair. Because so, they like slumming it sometimes. Yeah, and like she's got photos, because like when she'd sit next to someone and a celebrity would sit next to her, um, uh, what was it? There was people like Bradley Cooper. Yep. Had a chat. Can I grab a selfie? And she did. And John I'll tell you what. He's a for a raccoon. He's a nice guy. Absolutely, mm. you know, and um, a couple of other celebrities. But the funniest thing was, was Stammer still a celebrity? Do you reckon? Uh, I mean, he's probably near the point where he could be a seat filler. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Um, apparently, though, she made news when what was his name? The guy out of How I Met Your Mum, a Barney Stinson. Oh yes, he was the host, and he was standing in the audience doing his bit. And he was standing right next to her. And he turned to her and went, are you a seat filler? <laughs> and she's gone, yes. <laughs> really? Like she got worldwide recognition for being a seat filler because he just, are you a seat filler? Yes, I am. Like, so there you go. Um, That's pretty cool though. You have to get your, they have to get their makeup approved. They have to get their dress approved, their gowns approved Wowzers. and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's like actually being a famous person. Almost, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and basically, they just uh, they just said, "No, you're you're a bit too chatty, Kathy. Fuck off." Oh, really? Yeah, because she put she a couple got of her se- well, she got a couple of selfies with some actors and put them on her socials. Yeah, and they went, "No, no, you've you've broken the rules. Fuck off." So she's wow. now been blackballed from the Oscar seat filling business. Oh, come on! Why wouldn't you? They talked to her, Barney Simpson. Stinson, you know. I mean, the thing is, she was legion. Derry. Exactly. <laughs> and if you're legion. Derry. You don't get kicked out. No. You don't get blackballed. No. Anyway, so that was that was her caper, and I found that quite funny that, you know, all she was doing was just sitting there, whatever, smiling happily. Apparently, oh, and apparently a couple of times she might have looked directly at camera. And there's a seat filler, you're not allowed to do that. Right, okay. Yeah. And there's a couple of photos where uh, she's behind people who are receiving awards, like Bradley Cooper or whatever, and she's sitting there and everyone's going, who's that girl? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, Look, good on her. Good on her. Take your moment sometimes. You know, every now and then, yeah. it's a game changer, but sometimes it's a game breaker. Well done, Laura. Mm. Now, we have a bit of other Oscar news. Yeah, I know what this one's going to be. I tell you what. Look, I know, roadies, you're going to go, oh, that's fucking last week. Well, just remember timey-wimey. Yeah. We're talking about this on the day it happened. Correct. Mm. Uh, Kevin Hart. No. No. Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. Chris Rock hosting the Oscars. Yeah. And we're talking a COVID. Well, post- Kevin Hart, you wouldn't see him. He's too small. Correct. <laughs> the post- actual Oscar statue. <laughs> is taller yeah. than Kevin Hart. I think, yeah, yeah. they upscaled the model and <laughs> painted him gold. It's based on Kevin Hart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, no, Chris Rock, and who's known as a bit of a controversial time at times, comedian. Yeah, which most of them are, let's be honest with them. And if you've ever watched Ricky Gervais and you're Mel Gibson, like, fuck, you get roasted relentlessly. Ricky Gervais, I don't think I'm wrong in saying, verbally rapes people. <laughs> and unapologetically. <laughs> yeah, and he does. He doesn't care. Like, he's three sheets of the wind. Yes. He goes, I'll tell you about someone else who doesn't he mind does at the Emmys. The Emmys or the Golden Globes. Yeah, so he like he he comes along and he, he hosts this and he rips the shreds out of everyone. Mm. And then he does a gig again the following year. And then people get pissed off. He's like, 
you, you were here last me. year. You knew what I was like, and they've asked me back, and Again. you're here. Exactly. So, fucking, so you've only got yourself slatter. to blame. Like, <laughs> I'm back because people like exactly. It. There's no surprises with what he's bringing to the table. And I think I think the reason why they have comedians do that to the celebrities. Here's my thought. Oh, Joe Sox. The reason, well, the reason why they do it is because you know the people, the everyday man like you and I, look at these celebrities who get paid a metric shit ton of money to make believe for a living. Yeah, they do, right? And that's okay. We're, that's how we value the product they put out there. We go and pay our money to the cinema. Well, or it's our money they service. get, so we can't complain. Correct. Um, but they like the celebrities to be brought down just a little bit. So they hire a comedian, like a Ricky Gervais or a Chris Rock, mm-hmm. to go up there and just pick a couple of them and just say something that's a bit, you know, mm-hmm. Rebel Wilson has her go at the people at the BAFTAs and all that yep. kind of stuff. And generally... Most of the actors take it with a grain of salt, yeah. and all the the people watching, like the general everyday folk, like you and I, yes, we get a giggle out of it. Oh, of course, we it's do. Funny, and it's not you exactly. <laughs> That's why it's funny, <laughs> always. Um, and you know, I think this most. I think most of the time you look at it, most of the celebrities take it with a grain of salt and go. Maybe at the back they go, you're a fucking arsehole. And they go, well, yeah, I am, but you know what? That's what I'm getting paid for. Yeah, that's my gig. That's what I gig. Now, uh, Will Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith, mm. uh, rocked up. Now, Jada, whether or not Chris knew, I don't know, um, is suffering from a thing called alopecia, which is basically hair loss. Mm. Which I wasn't aware of until today. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, didn't know that. Oh, there's a... <laughs> there's... I mean, I knew what that was. I didn't realize that she suffered from that. Oh, okay. So you knew about alopecia. Yes. But I didn't know that she had alopecia either. Um, And so if you look at her, she's got her head shaved very romper stomper. Mm. Pretty much like I used to until I became a hippie like I am now. Got to say, she looks a bit better with the look than you do. Yeah, true. Just saying. (laughs) Um, Probably grows a bit of beard too. (laughs) (laughs) Especially when she wants to get jiggy with it. (laughs) No, 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 no. And so Chris is up there, and he's and he's doing his bit, and he's he's got his you know a couple of t- minutes to fill with a couple of gags or whatever. Yep. What is it? I think best um, documentary. I think he was on the Oscar for perhaps or something, something like, like that. that. Something that no one really cares mm. about. Anyway, uh, something that no one really cares <laughs> about, except everyone maybe in that field. All the documentarians. You know, yeah, there's a couple of them out there. Exactly. They probably care. They probably do. Anyway, they probably think, "Will you took a fucking moment away?" Mind you, controversially. Oh. They really? decided not to screen the acceptance for best score for a motion picture. Why? Because it's one of those ones that they believe that people aren't invested in. Uh, but, like, the, but, the, but they screened Buddy's 1,000th goal. I mean, that was the best score, wasn't it? I know. But if you, could, you imagine, could you imagine a world without John Williams' scoring the movies? Like The soundtracks, as in the not not just songs they throw in, the actual movie soundtracks. Correct. So they make the movie. You take that out of the movies, especially a lot of the movies from the 80s. Star Wars. Yeah, like Star Wars without that music is just a heap of fuckwits going around the can't shoot straight. What's Jaws without... <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. It's just a really bad looking shark. Like... It's a comedy. It's, it's a rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, and then they also took out... They didn't decide to show best editing, editing of a film. That's a bit of a conundrum, isn't it? Well, if it wasn't they, for the editor, they edited it. The, the editor edited the edit. Out. But if you take out the people for editing, how can you then acknowledge best film? Mm. 
Because, like, they're responsible for what you see at the end. There's a lot of editing. Oh, shit. Yeah, especially <laughs> if you've got Marvel in your name. <laughs> anyway, let's not right hang on. on about that. So he's no. rocked up and... Chris, rocked up. <laughs> he's rocked up and... Well, you've got a thing with rocks in this episode, haven't I you? I do. I don't know. It's You're just right. my thing. That's your thing. It's your jive. So we're wrong. Um, and he said something along the lines of, Jada, looking forward to G.I. Joe 2. Yeah. G.I. Jane 2. G.I. Jane 2. Week shift, for those that don't know, um, Demi Moore played G.I. Jane in the movie The Same Name. What, in 1992 or 93? Was, it's a playoff in G.I. Joe. Mm. Um, in which she shaved her head and went a bit romper stomper and a bit Famous kind of ac- action packed. It was actually a good film, if memory serves me. I, yeah. I remember enjoying it back in the day. But she shaved her head on screen, yeah. or, or that's the, the, for the, the way role. it was depicted. Yeah. So, she, so, so she looked a bit... Grr. Yeah, a bit... Well, a bit action. Military. Yeah. So that's what happened. And, of course, um, Mrs. Smith yes. um, has that look, and he threw the gag off. And I said, I didn't know that's why she'd done it. I wasn't aware. No. So I'm kind of thinking, why, why is Will not happy with this? Well, it's an interesting look to have the head shaved. Mm. But fucking actors it's who go to these- did it? Exactly. But, <laughs> but actors who go to these things are known for sometimes outrageous outfits or interesting haircuts or style choices. So I'm not sure whether or not Chris knew that she had alopecia. But he made a gag and- Will Smith laughed at it. He, he did. There was a there was a bit of a, a smiley giggle. There's no doubt about that. And that could have been a courteous. Oh shit! You're making fun of us. Yep. My job as a celebrity is to take one on the chin, and then you'll fucking move yep. on. But in saying that, job done. Before we seen him laugh, though, you saw her reaction, mm. and her reaction was, "I'm going to shit in your cornflakes, bitch." Yeah. But she wasn't happy about she it. She was not happy about it. And Will Smith hadn't seen that. No. And as as. All the celebrities who have the piss taken out of them, most of them- It's called uh, urine deficiency. 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 Urine deficiency? Yeah. When they take the piss, piss out, out of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't have been funnier if I could have spoken English yeah. at the start. Urine deficiency. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Will looked at his wife, realized that she'd been smoted, and went, I shall defend thine honor. Yeah, and we didn't actually see that part of it though, so you don't see that. No, he's got Chris Rock, and he's kind of continuing on. Yes, and then he's gone. He kind of has a bit of a joke on. Oh, Will's coming on stage, or here comes Will, yeah, he'd or moved whatever on. it is. He was in the next part of his yeah. spiel, and then Will Smith, which also up. meant that there was there was actually nothing personally involved in it. Like he'd moved. There was no kind of how oh, I've got him. There's no I'm going. He's just gone to the next bit. Yeah, there's another celebrity over here to my left. Yeah, and I'm about to have a go at bloody Mel Gibson for drinking. Yeah. Or whatever it is, you know. It's I've a got a big Bill, list with Mel. I've got a Bill Cosby impersonation <laughs> I'd like to try oh, out. <laughs> see that, you know, that might not go down well. But he didn't do that. No, he didn't. No. And instead, Will Smith walks up, open palm, slaps the it's, fuckery out. of And him. Chris Rock wasn't expecting. I don't care what anyone says. There was no, there was no setup with this. There were no defensive wounds. Unless, look, if it comes out <laughs> later on that maybe it was. I will oh. bite my lips and I will fucking feed my own mouth to my own face. Wow. <laughs> but I'm guaranteeing yes. that was not set up there. No. And I think his words were- And even Chris Rock, when he's walking towards him, he didn't back away at all. It's like- No, because it's Will Smith. Yeah, you're going to do something funny, aren't you, dude? Like, like you, you're going you're gonna to do something yeah. So he obviously didn't look really pissed off. And he didn't look- And Rock didn't look scared. No. 
It was just like, well, this is so, unexpected, but what's going to happen here? Yep. Whack! And then- And took it like a champ. Like a fucking champ. Yeah. And that guy's done some serious yeah. BDSM shit in yeah, his time. He, he, I, I think he got a little hard. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing was, the next thing that Chris- It was a big willy. Yeah, it was. And then the next thing that big willy said was- Something along the lines yeah, of- He just walks off, though. Walks off, but no, he's talking. Mm. And what we don't- I don't know whether you're aware of it. In Australia, we got the audio. In America, yes. they cut the audio, mm. and then they got black screen. Mm. And not like, you know, black face. They really got black screen. Yeah. Um, but we heard him go- Yeah, international audiences did. Yeah, heard him say something along the lines of, "Take, don't take my wife's name- Don't let my wife's name come out of your fucking mouth. Yeah. And that's then about it. something along those lines and went and sat back down. Yeah. And Chris Rock's gone, the fuck? He's kind of looked at the producers, yeah. looked at the audience, and then kind of gone to Will Smith. It, it was, was just a joke. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Yeah. And Will Smith's response was the exact same yeah. phrase. Doubled down. Yelled at him. <laughs> and, and that's loud. all you heard. Yeah. And you just saw his face not happy. This was in Dolby 5.1. Yeah. And that's why you know it is a real thing because- that there, that moment, mm. that does nothing for anyone. No. That doesn't shine any light on anyone. No. That's not setting anything up for a role. We can say, oh, we're just playing around for a role. We're going to do it later. Shenanigans. Um, Here's a trailer for Will Smith. And then also Chris Rock after that, he fucked his line up as well. He was, I don't really know what the fuck I'm doing now. This has kind yeah. of rocked me a little bit. Literally. Again. <laughs> um, yeah. It was. And just- then Chris Rock's going, fucking, I've just been- Slapped down by Will, Will Smith, Smith. <laughs> and then gone, that has got to be the greatest moment on television yeah. ever. <laughs> I was, I said, he could have, if he had anger issues, yep, he could have doubled down and come back and gone, no, son, and just yeah. given him one or, or run after him and tackled him, could have or, done anything or verbally tried to berate him. Mind yeah. you, after seeing Will Smith in Ali. I probably wouldn't try and face him down. True. I mean, he's West Philly. And also, Born Chris Rock has spent a lot of money on his face. He doesn't want to damage that shit. True. I mean, already now, he's trying to push it back. Yeah. Like, exactly. He slapped him pretty hard. Yeah. Because he's, he's got a lot of plastic going on. He's going to be feeling it for a week. You look at his face back in like, um, what the ones like Jackie Chan that he mm, did. Um, Rush Hour. Rush Hour? Yep. His face is different back there. Oh, yeah. And he came back here, what, a couple of years ago, did a comedy special on Netflix. Mm. And even I'm looking at him thinking- who are you? <laughs> you? Is this Carrot Top only black? <laughs> <laughs> like you're like a stunt double? Yeah, exactly. But now you see him up close. They're not as close as you thought they were. Yeah. Um, but-, but here's the interesting thing. After that, Will Smith got the gold Oscar for Best Actor. Yes. And as part of his thing, he was he seemed to be quite visibly uh, emotional about the whole situation. Um, and apologised to the Academy. Yes. And apologised to the producers. Didn't apologise to Chris Rock. No. And I had a conversation with someone who went, well, you know, that genuinely seemed really cut up and earnest about it. And I've gone, he's holding an Oscar for Best Actor. He could have been actoring. Actoring. (laughs) Like... I don't believe the sincerity of his apology when he's holding the Oscar for, for being best the actor. best actor on the planet <laughs> for this year. 
Like if anyone's going to be able to sell, I'm sorry. It's the person you should holding, be able to do it. It's the person holding a fucking trophy that says I'm the best director. Yeah. There's going to be. Look, I've always loved Will Smith. I think he's great, and I think this is going completely against who he portrays himself as in the public eye. Mm. And I and I don't think that's a betrayal. I think it is him. I think. I think he would probably be a little bit disappointed in his actions in this, mm. um, but so be it. But it goes to Shaman. He won an Oscar for King Richard. Yes. So straight away, he's gone from being a will to a dick, dick. in one day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Question, because mm. Twitter is divided. The socials are. are absolutely divided. Yep. One, poor Will, he did the right thing. He defended the, the honour of his wife. Yes. And- Chris Rock crossed the line and deserved everything that he got. Yep, and you had the likes, and you had the likes of Denzel Washington consoling Will Smith afterwards. That was visible in the thing. And then you have the other half, Camp B, as we should call them, right? Who are saying that Will Smith should be charged with assault because you can't fucking hide it. It was there on national television. Why does he get away with it? And that's the other thing that I've heard with that too. It's like. Uh, we live in a world where we're trying to say that violence is not the answer. Correct. Yet he does that. And everyone's like, oh, you know what? He probably deserved it. Well, in that case then, if someone, if I'm down the pub mm. and someone says to me, Makes a blah, joke. blah, blah, and I think, you know what? I don't like that. He said something about my friend or yeah, my wife or my help. girlfriend or he whatever. He can't help it. He's a ginge. Yeah, he's a ginge. <laughs> and I go up and just slap him around the head. He could yes. charge me for assault in seconds. Absolutely. And you know what? Um, I'd be gone for. I'd be done. Yeah. I've got no standing whatsoever. He said something I've mean. I've done it. Yeah, he said something mean. <laughs> he said something- Oh, you poor boy. He said something that I didn't- Sorry. He said something my wife didn't find funny. Yeah. yeah. I found it a little bit <laughs> funny, but then realized I shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, and then I had to save myself. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. had to double down to prove that I didn't find it funny. Yeah, so if we lived our lives going up and assaulting people that said things we didn't like, all of be us a would be world. in jail. Oh, well, we wouldn't exist. <laughs> We wouldn't exist. So, yeah. Look, it could have been worse. He could have punched him. Mm. Here's my thought. Okay. Here's my here's my. If the cool motherfucker way about it, and I don't necessarily condone violence, but I don't always condemn it when it perhaps it was a slap. It wasn't a a beating. It was more a don't do that than a fuck you. Correct. I reckon. Because there's a lot of ad breaks at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. So Chris Rock was going to finish his set. He'd moved on from Jada. He wasn't having a go at her anymore. We don't know whether or not he was going to circle back and do another joke, but he probably wasn't. They would have gone to commercial. Will Smith gets up, walks out the back, walks up to Chris Rock. There's probably 10 people there. Slaps him again. Slaps him for the first time. Yep. And says, don't ever pull that shit again. And then walks off. Mm-hmm. And all we have is this, oh, fuck, did you hear what Will Smith May yeah. or may not have done. And then it's like, yeah, did he or didn't he? Did, did they he, make that up? Is it real? Exactly. And then it becomes an issue between two men. And and is that a right way of dealing with it? Fuck, I don't think so. But some people will go, yeah, it was. I just, look, fuck, it, it's interesting. What it comes down to, plain and simply, mm. we need to go back in time mm-hmm. to a day when we wore gloves. <laughs> Because back in the day, well, you could way slap before our time, with gloves. you could take your glove off and slap him around the face with your glove. Challenge him to a duel. Yep, exactly. Imagine that. Will Smith walks up to Chris Rock, takes off his gloves. Yep. Slaps slap. him on the ground. I challenge ye, sir, 
to a duel. Imagine the fucking Oscars then. <laughs> when you've got Chris Rock and Will Smith at 10 paces. <laughs> you've got Amy Schumer holding these pistols. <laughs> counting one, two. Fuck, it's a fight to the dead. There's a seatbelt down the front saying, how fucking cool is this? <laughs> exactly. Could you imagine that? A fight to the death on national television. Yep. Oh, how times have changed, Mr. Barnes. How times have changed. That would have been great TV. Here's a funny thing, though. Yeah. This goes, uh, shows the difference between, I think, the days before streaming networks. Mm. I didn't ever know the Oscars were on today. I didn't care. But no, I didn't know either. Not that I was a huge Oscars watcher, but I was always curious to know who would win. And, and I'd maybe just keep up at the end to see who got Best Actor and Best Actress. and The last five. You know, yeah, your, your main movie and blah, blah, blah. Supporting, um, Best, and Picture. Yeah, but I didn't even know no. um, that it was on. No. So the only reason I knew it was on is because Willie, big went Willie up style, and, and made rock hard. Oh, <laughs> slapped him though. Mm. Dang, dang. So uh, look, he was. A, I dare say there's stuff going on with Will. I, I think maybe there's some relationships issues. Maybe some. Well, there has been a lot some, come out in the media recently in the last I don't know six months, less than. Mm. where the relationship between Jada and Will has come bubbling up where they've been in possibly an open relationship mm. and had had a relationships outside their marriage. that They've either both been cool motherfuckers about or maybe one side was a little bit more cool motherfucker than the other. Yeah. Now, the answer is I just don't know. But And the other thing is, to be honest, don't care. If it's their Everyone business their and they're happy and they're not hurting anyone else and their kids are brought up in a loving, supporting home, fuck. Bang whoever you Do want. Do your thing. You know. Don't go up slapping the host of the Oscars, though. Well, what happens now when what happens now when they say to another comedian, we want you to do the Oscars? And a Ricky Gervais Well, Ricky goes, Gervais is going to have a, a better coordination of security than what the SCG did. Exactly. <laughs> but, he, but he's going to go, well, hang on. I mean, I, I cannot see a time where Will Smith is able to go to the Oscars and not have a comedian go... Is that okay, Will? <laughs> like, am I all right with this one? But here's the thing. I would not be surprised also if down the track um, it becomes a thing where he's like, yeah, look, I fucked up. Yeah. Okay. You know, yep, if you're going to dig me a bit, I deserve it. I went too far. Boys. He has to wear Because he's a comedian too. Exactly. He has to wear it like bloody Mel Gibson does. Yeah. Like, if you want to get back into the Hollywood, you know, you're okay – you got to wear your shit, own your shit, yeah. and just... Now, here's the thing. If she had walked on the stage and slapped him, Ooh. I would have been, hello. Fucking... You probably deserve that, son. Yeah, maybe. But then, am I being sexist by saying that? What's the difference? Uh, because she was the one that was smoted. True. But is it still right? I didn't say it was right, but I think... <laughs> I think... Uh, it I... would have had more... Justification. Justification, Yes. Yeah, like, she fucking don't say that shit. You've said that about me. That it's, It is me who has this disease. It's me who has yeah. to do this. It's me you've hurt. Yeah. Um, I need to you, react to me, this. You, me, car park fucking now. Mm. Slap and, you with a glove. And you know what? Bitch can go. So I reckon she'd nearly take him. Yeah, well, because she was in Gotham. <laughs> yeah, she's, um, she's done some stuff. As the fish. Yeah, she's fit. She can fight. Yeah, she'd mm. throw down. She'd probably out... Fox Will Smith. Probably. 
<laughs> Will did it because he knew the beating he was going to get. Maybe that's a thing. If you don't go and do this, you're getting worse. Yeah, I'll give you double. What, what the media is about to give you is nothing. Correct. To what you get when we get home. Destroy your career or I'll destroy you. <laughs> I know things. But the thing is he hasn't destroyed his career either. Oh, no. Because the thing is he'll just get there and go, well, I understand, but just yep. whip it out. And here's my Will Smith dick. <laughs> I mean. But even now, even from doing that, I still consider him to be one of the nice guys of Hollywood. I don't know. I've got you no know, idea. Like that's how I see him, though. Yeah, and that has not changed my image of him either. Yeah, other than the fact that I can see that you know what he's probably had a bad day, mm. and he probably just picked the wrong moment. It's interesting. My wife read his book uh, and enjoyed mm-hmm. it, but she said that there were certain things in there where she thought it sounded a bit misogynistic. Okay, and my wife's not a big fem- feminist, or, or mm-hmm. you know, she doesn't get overly. One way or the other, she just went. There was something in that book where I kind of went, yeah, I don't think he's sweetness and light. There you go. Um, and that was just what she picked up from reading his book, but that was her interpretation. Um, but yeah, bloody hell, it'll be interesting uh, the next Oscars whether or not he gets an invite. But mind yeah. you, when you've won Best Actor, ah, oh, look, I reckon he'll be back. But quite frankly, I you just <laughs> the conversation I had with um, the person about whether or not his apology was sincere. Like, if anyone was going to pull off a fake apology, it's best actor. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you're right. The best actor. Now, uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about, mate, because I think it's important, we do a podcast, and we get to say whatever the fuck we I want. I know, it's good, isn't it? Whatever we want. I mean, I accidentally said the C-bomb earlier. I wasn't even meaning to it. It just came out, and you know what? It doesn't okay. matter. No one gives a shit. No, no, who cares? No yeah. one's even listening. No. Oh, Troy, <laughs> I can't believe you said cunts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mum. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. You did it at the live show. I can't believe you did it now. <laughs> it was funny at the live show in front Wasn't of my mother, though. It was oh, oh. <laughs> Set it up beautifully. Now, Uncle Elon. Oh, Musk stick is Musk back. Musk stick is back. Musk he's, he's complaining a little bit that maybe, because he's a big Twitter user. Like, mm. that's his probably preferred platform. That's of his social engage- media handle? Yeah, that's where he engages with his followers and people who, who are down with his sort of thing, saying that perhaps freedom of speech should be also available on that platform. Now, mm. where do you sit? Because it's a, it's, a, it's a private business and, you know, they get there and say, here are our acceptable standards and we don't support hate speech or bullying or all that kind of stuff, because that's where people go. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will, based on our thoughts, regulate it. We will say what can and can't be put on yes. our platform. Which mainly so, came to the fray during the uh, election, American election. Came through the election, but it also comes through for people who have um, far left or far right views on anything. And mm-hmm. that could be on politics, it could be sex, it could be religion, it could be vaccines, it could be anything. Yep. And they will get there and they've got their little algorithms. I mean, if you are supportive of this view, absolutely, you can post almost whatever you want. But if you are supporting a different view, which we don't support, then we will tell you, no, you can't. And we'll cancel your account, a.k.a. the Don. Yes. Um, Uncle Elon's going, well, I think, you know, maybe that they should be freedom of speech. You know, people can and should say what they want. Um, maybe I might just start my own little social media platform. Oh. Because I'm a billionaire. Why not? What do you reckon? Do you reckon that the socials 
should have that because we don't have the mentality that they have in the states where it's not as amplified. Well, it's not my right to say nothing. Thank you. Mm. You know, oh, I think it's it's my goddamn right to say absolutely nothing. Thank you, <laughs> y'all. Nice. Yeah, like that. You gotta have it, y'all. In. Y'all. Um, well, he said, is a new platform needed? And then people were like, fucking yeah. The issue with it really, though, is that social media now reaches more people than ever before. Mm-hmm. And we never used to be able to have access to misinformation mm-hmm. once upon a time. Like, you, like you'd still get misinformation, but not the hordes and the hordes and to the point where you hear it so often that it must be true. Well, you and I grew up in an era where... And I certainly believed that what I saw in the newspaper uh, or heard on the radio or saw on television was governed by a standard of journalism that was supposed to be reasonably impartial. Now, that was my perception. Mm -hmm. I could have been very, very wrong and very, very naive. But now you look at the media and you can absolutely, like Blind Freddy can see, that you have a media outlet that is more slanted towards conservatives or more slanted towards, you know, conspiracies. And, you know, because I think Musk said... Or Murdoch, for instance, it's more slanted towards a certain political angle. (laughs) Correct. But I think um, he said, uh, Musk said, given that Twitter serves as a de facto public town square, failing to adhere to free speech principles fundamentally undermines democracy. Um, What should be done? And I don't know how I feel about that. I don't either because it it does become a voice to the weak-minded. Mm. That's the thing. And that when I say the weak-minded, that's not having a go at anyone in particular, but those who follow easily yes, and the sheeple of our communities, mm. such as Storm the Capital. Or the haters. Yep. Yeah. I mean, for instance, if – okay, to bring it back to a, a bit of a slant on the old argument, mm. if social media was around – during Hitler's time, yes, would it be fine for Hitler to spread all of his hate speech, propaganda, and propaganda, and all the rest of it across social media? Would we go? You know what? He has a right to do that. But that's what he did. Even, in, that's what he did in Germany. He did just without social media. Correct, because he didn't have that wide reach. Yeah. So imagine if he had a worldwide reach. Mm. The movement would have been different. The yeah. Nazi movement would have been worldwide. Yeah. So because you would have found like-minded people. In other countries who would have gone, yeah, fucking, that's that's what I believe. I'm in tune with that. Exactly. So is that the right thing? Oh, um, exactly. I actually I mean, don't have an answer. I don't know. Um, it does worry me sometimes that you might have a certain – because you'll have people making decisions on what's right or wrong. Mm. But what are their angles? Correct. You don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are their decisions right? Mm. You know, oh, Once again, I would like to think that the decisions are made – as righteous as it can be, yeah. But they might have some other angles where it's like, you or know, agendas what? or yeah. I don't, I don't like this. So we're talking about a certain political angle, for instance. I don't mm. like that political side. Build a wall. I like the Democrats, so yeah. we might just block that. Yeah, exactly. You know, so but are they I allowed because they're a commercial I, entity and that's our product? I don't know. Because the problem being is if you have a a soapbox for all, and you can because one of the theories that I've I've heard is that the reason why we have a continued growth in sex trafficking and and child pornography is because those people who would normally be by themselves who mm-hmm. who feel that way 
find it very hard to connect to other like-minded people because you can't just go down the pub and say, oh, fuck, I like diddling 12-year-olds. You know, that just doesn't happen because you're not likely to find three other people who go, oh, yes, that's my jam. Exactly. Otherwise, there's going to be all these Will Smiths that come out of nowhere. And bitch slap the fuckery (laughs) out of you. But you can go online reasonably anonymously and connect with those people. And we know it happens. And, And they feed each other information, they feed each other stories, yep, and they then create they, their own networks. they create their own networks, they create, you know, meetups, then they talk about tracking children and all that kind of stuff, which would not exist if it wasn't for the the amazing technology that we have now, which is the mm-hmm. internet. So if you then take the shackles off and take the, the metering off a, a social media platform, all those people get to say whatever they want. And then it just becomes this I, the anarchy. I just I don't believe that it becomes something that would not self-explode. We, um, we as a race and as a people do not work well without some form of control. Yeah, we don't play well with others. We really don't. We'd like to think we do. Yeah, but we don't. Oh, no. You know, if, you just, if everything's off the table mm. and you can do whatever you want to do. Say whatever you want. Um, it's, it'll be like... Online purge. Yeah. Shit would get real very quickly. Exactly. And and then you debate the fact that you go, okay, well, maybe that's not that's not the, what we want. We want a social media platform that has some governing. Well, then who do you choose to govern that? Yeah, that's what, the catch. What belief structure do you have? Do you have a, a very ultra-conservative faith-based organization doing that? Mm. Or do you have a satanic ritual company doing that or do you have the flat earth society governing what goes on there or do you have you know the stephen hawkings of the world to do it like who do you choose to be the moral compass of what can and can't go on there certainly not going to be you or i no and and whatever that illuminati comes up with well exactly and then all of a sudden you get the people say well they are controlling the narrative and the 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 stopping people having freedom of speech but I don't know whether or not even freedom of speech exists, or is it just an illusion? Oh, wow. Well, is it? I mean, I believe- That's deep. On here, we have freedom of speech. Yep. But as of yet, we haven't said anything that is really hateful. No. Because you and I have a meter and we have a moral code where we get there and go, here are the things that we're going to try and make people laugh about and be all a bit jokey and, you know, you know, bulldoze and all that kind of stuff. Yep. But we generally don't get too serious. No. And, and we, I think if we actually did, and we've snipped a couple of little bits out of episodes here and there, but I think it's only about a couple of times. Yeah. And it's only about a few seconds. Exactly. Where we've actually gone, you know what, that probably is something we might say to each other at the pub. You and I find it funny. Yeah. But it might actually be hurtful to somebody yeah. else. And that's never the intention of what we do. We like to have fun and hopefully <laughs> other people do too. Exactly. Well, they do. We know that. Yeah. Um. So... But I will say that podcasting is one of the the last bits of media, Wild Wild West, um, that isn't actually covered by any kind of restriction. Well, but in saying that, if you suddenly started being full on hate feed and all the rest of it, um, the places that allow us to stream from, yes, such as your Spotify's and your Apples and all over the world, I'm certain if they had enough complaints, they would shut it down very quickly. Well, but they don't though. Joe Rogan is a perfect example of that. Yeah, but you see, he's got money behind him, and that's where it changes everything. Correct. So we will <laughs> shut you down as long as you're not rich. 
<laughs> yeah. So if you're wealthy or we've paid you uh, $100 million- We've got investment now. Yeah. We will quietly say goodbye to Fleetwood Mac off our catalogue or whoever it was that decided to yep. leave Spotify, Taylor Swift or whoever, because whilst we know that a lot of people get there, we know a lot more people come and listen to four hours worth of Joe Rogan on acid, talk <laughs> to someone about fucking whatever. Yep. And, and he does. And we won't filter you at all. Mm. And Joe Rogan seems to be quite happy in saying, I am not filtered. I am not harnessed in any way, shape, or form. I can say whatever I want. But once again- And they back him up. You choose to listen. Correct. If you don't listen to him, don't. Exactly. That's exactly right. But- Does he have a right to say it? <sighs> and on that, <laughs> let's, oh. let's, let's finish on a deep tone. Oh, really? And yeah, we're, we're over the mark. Well, I'm Hope Joe. I'm asleep. I'm Joe. I'm Troy. And we are the South Is that our deep tone? That's our deep tone. Yeah, right, our deep tone. <laughs> anyway, roadies, I'm Joe. I'm Troy. Thank you for listening to us. Um, yeah, it got a bit you know, solemn at the end, but- That's you know. all right. I'm just going to go and slap Joe now. <laughs>